Hello, and welcome to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. This is your friend Cheryl, and it is Good Friday of Holy Week. While it is a somber occasion, it is also a reminder of the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus made for humanity. Why do we refer to this day as Good Friday? It is because everything good and holy that blesses us is because of Jesus Christ. This is the most important celebration for followers of Him. Because of His willingness to drink the bitter cup and give His life for you and me, we live and death is conquered. From birth to the grave, Jesus was preparing to suffer and die on the cross. His death brought tidings of great joy for all humanity. The events of Good Friday included Jesus' trial. He was brought illegally before the Sanhedrin, the high priest, and then Pontius Pilate to the Roman governor, Herod, and back to Pilate. Despite not finding any guilt in Jesus, Pilate succumbed to the frenzied pressure of the crowd and their continued yell, let him be crucified, and ordered Jesus to be crucified. You find that in John chapter 18 of the Bible New Testament. The crucifixion. Jesus was forced to carry his own cross to the side of his crucifixion at Calvary, and along the way, the terrible strain of the preceding hours, the agony in Gethsemane, the barbarous treatment he had suffered in the palace of the high priest, the humiliation and cruel usage to which he had been subjected before Herod, the frightful scourging under Pilate's order, the brutal treatment by the inhumane soldiers together with mental agony had so weakened his physical body that he moved but slowly under the burden of the cross. The soldiers, impatient at the delay, compelled another to carry the cross and walk in the footsteps of Jesus, Simon of Cyrene. He had come to be numbered with the believers. The women raised their voices for their messiahs, while others were silent. The agonized sufferer, void of resentment, but full of pity for the heartlessness of his treatment in being nailed to the cross and blatant cruelty, voiced the first of several utterances from the cross. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, found in Luke chapter 23. It was a plea for those who had brought anguish and death to the Father's well-beloved Son, the Savior and Redeemer of the world. It demonstrates the depth of Jesus' compassion even as he was being crucified, it serves as a reminder to us, forgive others regardless of their actions. There he was crucified between two criminals with the sign, quote, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, written above his head, found in John chapter 19, the death of Jesus. After hours of suffering, Jesus will cry out, It is finished. Bow his head and give up his spirit. John chapter 19. 
But let's back up for a moment. The mocking laughter and derision would continue during the hours our Redeemer hung. Satan was in the midst of those who knew not the whispering, encouraging the continued spew of hatred. The if that Satan had begun earlier was again with the fierce hiss of a viper, another attempt to see if in this final and most horrific stage of Christ's mission, he would doubt his divine sonship or use his powers for personal relief or an act of vengeance. One of the thung thieves who hung near realized the fortitude of the unjustly accused, rebuked the other thief, quote, Dost thou not fear God, seeing that thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. The Lord replied with the promise only he could make. Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. There were many women who came to be with their Messiah, wept in the anguish of love and sorrow, and mention is only made of John, the disciple whom Jesus loved. The one woman upon whose compassion and love the Savior turned even from the cross was Mary, his mother, as she stood and wept at the foot of the cross with John, who was commended by her divine son to the care and protection with the words, Woman, behold thy son, and to John, behold thy mother. The disciple gently led the heartbroken Mary away from her dying son and took her unto his own home. Around noontime, the light of the sun was obscured for three hours and blackness spread over the whole land. There is no scientific answer for this. However, for believers of Christ, it is understood that even Mother Earth deeply mourned over the impending death of her creator. At the ninth hour, or about 3 p.m., a loud voice, the voice of Christ, came, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. The interpretation, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Again, like in Gethsemane, the agony was experienced a second time, intensified beyond human power to endure. In the bitterest hour, Christ was alone, alone in the most terrible reality. The, the heavenly presence of his Father was withdrawn, so the supreme sacrifice of the Son might be done in all its fullness leaving Jesus, the Savior, the glory of complete victory over the forces of sin and death. It won't be long. From that moment, 
that the father's presence returns to his son and the atoning sacrifice in all its elements fulfilled. Jesus proclaims in a loud voice, It is finished, and with reverence and relief continued, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. He bowed his head, and because only he could give up his life, voluntarily did so, living until all things were accomplished, as he had been appointed in the pre-mortal realms before the world was. Jesus' burial, Joseph of Arimathea, a Sanhedrin and a secret disciple of Jesus, requested permission from Pilate to bury his body. Due to the lateness of the hour and the Sabbath observance quickly approaching, he got the body, wrapped it in clean linen, placed it in his own new tomb, and had the stone rolled in front of it and soldiers there to guard it. Quote, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed, crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Bible, Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 53. In 1 Corinthians 6 and 20, Paul wrote, We were bought with a price, an incomprehensible price, and what a merciful purchase. Oh, how the tears flow and my heart bursts with awe and gratitude for the pure love and mercy of our Savior, that love and mercy which flows every day. Borrowing a few lines from this hymn, I stand all amazed. I stand all amazed at the love Jesus offers me, confused at the grace that so fully he proffers me. I tremble to know that for me he was crucified, that for me a sinner he suffered, he bled and died. Indeed, it is overwhelming to me that I, an ordinary woman, in the obscurities of Montana would be known, watched over, and protected by sent angels, would be worthy of such love, grace, and mercy. He has a place in his arms for me and you. I know from personal and holy experiences that he lives and transforms our lives. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring us to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. By the New Testament, 1 Peter chapter 3. My friends, my fellow followers of Jesus Christ, today is a good day to witness of his divine role that ensures our return to our eternal home. Won't you join me until tomorrow?